0: Welcome to A Pulpit for Politics, where we discuss the two things we shouldn't talk about, politics and religion. I'm your host, Solomon King. Thanks for joining me today on A Pulpit for Politics. Uh, I do apologize that it's been a minute since I've uploaded an episode, But as you know, there's so much going on in the world today, and uh, I mean, one of those big topics is the Roe v. Wade situation going on out there, so I thought I would uh, get on here and just kind of share my two cents on the whole deal. Um, So starting off, there there's three topics that I want to kind of touch base with here, and the first one is when does life begin? Now, I found a article, and uh, it was really cool because there's a video attachment. I actually uh, posted the video on my podcast Instagram account. Uh, if you don't follow me and you want to see the video, uh, my uh, my name is at a underscore pulpit underscore for underscore politics, and you can you can watch the video there. Um, so, starting off. It says, scientists just captured the flash of light that sparks when a sperm meets an egg. Now, this isn't a new article. Uh, It was written by Beck Crew uh, from Northwestern University back in April of 2016. However, it is new to me. Um, So, uh, I'm just going to read a partial uh, extent of uh, uh, of this article. Um, but it starts off, it says, for the first time ever, scientists have captured images of the flash of light that sparks at the very moment a human sperm cell makes contact with an egg. The phenomenon has been observed in animals before, but no one's ever seen it spark of human conception. And what's even more incredible is the fact that some eggs burn brighter than others, which is a direct indication of their ability to develop into a healthy embryo, a team from Northwestern University found. Um, And then it goes on to say, um, this is a quote from one of the team members, uh, Teresa Woodruff. She said, It was remarkable. We discovered... The zinc spark just five years ago in the mouse. So that was 2011. They found it in the mouse. And to see the zinc radiate out in a burst from each human egg was breathtaking. Um, so I'm going to stop the article there. Like I said, you can go read it um, for yourself. But I just want to touch a couple topics uh, today on this. First, it, I, like, I like the fact... That it says that there's literally like a flash of light at the beginning of life. That just kind of, it it straight up proves that life begins at conception. I want to read a couple scriptures uh, that kind of hit me um, that talk about life. Um, The first one is uh, Jeremiah 1 verse 5. It says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. And this is the English Standard Version. Then there's Psalms 139.16. It says, Your eyes saw my unformed substance, and your book were written, every one of them. The days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. And then Isaiah 49.5. He who formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him, and that Israel might be gathered to him. For I am honored in the sight of the Lord, and my God has become my strength. So, um, though that's just a couple scriptures um, that you know really kind of just sparked my uh, uh, attention when I read them. So anyway. In that article, they were talking about zinc exploding at at the time of conception. So uh, the Harvard Nutrition Source uh, posted a little uh, excerpt about zinc. So I'm going to just read the the general uh, information that it shared about zinc. So zinc is a trace mineral meaning that the body only needs small amounts, and yet it is necessary for almost 100 enzymes to carry out vital chemical reactions. It is a major player in the creation of DNA, growth of cells, building proteins, healing damaged tissues, and supporting a healthy immune system, which every single one of those aspects is talking about a human Or or a living organism. So right off the bat, zinc is exploding to keep those cells alive. Because those cells are alive at the time of conception. There's another article um, here. And I forget, uh, this is from Princeton. um, And it's a, uh, it's just basically proofs of life beginning at fertilization or conception. So uh, the very top statement says the following references illustrate the fact that a new human embryo, the starting point for a human life, comes into existence with the formation of the one-celled xenote uh, I believe that's how you say that word. Um, but there's just a whole list, list of uh, proofs here. Uh, I'm counting about, uh, looks like about, 12 or 16, um, proofs with, uh, um, they've got their, uh, sources listed as well, but there's 12 proofs here, and it's from Princeton, uh, University, um, proving that life does, in fact, begin at conception. So, that's the first, uh, that's the first little, uh, I guess, argument that I want to tackle. Um, That's my thoughts on it. I believe that life begins at conception. Um, The second uh, argument that, uh, well, actually, it's not really an argument, but uh, the second little portion I want to talk about here is the feminist pro-choice activists Threatened to practice abstinence to teach pro-life activists a lesson. Alright, so let's talk about this for a second. That is just, it's absurd, okay? Not because they want to practice abstinence, but the fact that they think that they can practice abstinence to teach us a lesson um, because us pro-lifers want to take away their Uh, to quote them, constitutional right to have an abortion. I actually seen a a comment on uh, a video of somebody, you know, saying, hey, this is what we're going to do. There was a comment, and they said, if you can practice abstinence to teach us about, you know, to teach us a lesson for not letting you get abortions, or not wanting you to get abortions, then why can't you just practice abstinence to keep from getting pregnant and having to have the abortion? Kudos to the to that commenter because that's a very very good argument. I agree with that argument. I am going to steal that argument if I ever run into uh, somebody that you know tries to make that argument with me. Um, yeah, so. There's, it's, I feel like a very, very uh, common sense um, uh, fix to this entire situation. Um, the fact that there is contraception out there so accessible to everybody that you know, I don't feel like it should be coming out of our tax dollars to fund these Planned Parenthood uh, uh, clinics. Really, I mean, I don't want my money going towards that. And and I know, you know, my conservative listeners out there, you're not wanting your money to go towards that. I don't blame you, okay? 100% on the same page. So, there's contraceptive out there that can prevent them from ever needing to have an abortion. Now, uh, there is a third uh, little portion here I want to talk about for a minute. And it is... Uh, part of our our laws, okay. So, the the left is wanting to say that life begins at a certain point, and it and, and it just depends on which one of them you talk to, because they've got so many different ideologies. They some say, oh yeah, life begins after the first trimester, or life doesn't begin until they're out of the womb, breathing on their own, and not hooked to an umbilical cord. Um, but that isn't, that's just, it's, it's just irrelevant. Because as I read to you, the article and uh, in Harvard Nutrition Source, that the fact that the zinc is exploding, okay, it's keeping a living organism alive to make it stronger, to, you know, make sure that the growth of the cells is healthy, it's building the proteins, healing damaged tissues, everything that, is nece- that's a necessity for human life or or life of an organism is happening at the time of conception. So so anyway back to the law there's laws out there you know like i said the women are want some of these women are wanting to say and even men there's men on the left that are saying this they're wanting to say life begins you know so many blah blah blahs down the road or so many months or so many this that and the other but there are men in prison right now serving double homicide sentences because they killed a woman who is pregnant with a child now if rv wade isn't to be overturned then it's my personal belief that they need to adjust some uh some of the laws if if uh if conception is not the starting point of life, and it's not for anybody to individually say when life begins, then men don't need to be serving sentences for killing a unborn child. I mean, because you've got women doing it all the time. And it's apparently the right of the woman to do it. Now, those are the three things that I really want to talk about today. Uh, I don't have anything other than that. Um, like I said, I know it's been a while since, uh, I've been on here with an episode, but there's just been so much going on in the world. Um, and I just wanted to get on here real quick. This has been a short episode, but it's just something to think about as Christians, we need to believe and know that all life is precious. Um, something, as soon as I saw this, uh, the, the video that I have posted to my Instagram and I seen that flash of light immediately my mind went straight to uh the book of genesis and god said let there be light and there was light and the light was good you know it's 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 just it's there's some common sense and as christians i know the world and the the left and the the liberal movement they don't understand uh the value of life like we do but um you know, as Christians, we really need to be shining our light to the world. Even in these times, if you meet somebody, you come across somebody um, that that has these beliefs, and I I mean, I have family that, that has the belief that abortion, to a degree, is okay. Um, but I mean, if you meet those people, you need to love them. You need to show, shine your light. Because we're living and dealing with a world that is being so uh, overcome by darkness and overrun by darkness. And there's no morality. So when there's no, no morality, then there's really like, what, you, what can you say is good or bad, you know? Um, but there is there is morality. There's supposed We need to live our lives with a moral code. Um, but you know, this has been a short episode, um, just to throw out there, uh, I have a very special guest I will be interviewing, um, for a Father's Day special. So if you're, if you want to, uh, listen to that episode, um, it'll be, it'll be on, uh, on Father's Day, um. And I'm very excited. I, I really hope you'll enjoy it. I think you will. Um, but not only is it going to, uh, talk about, you know, the value of a father in a young man's life, but it's also going to talk about, um, you know, what it's like to become a father for the first time. Um, so yep, that's my, that's my thought for the day. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of A Pulpit for Politics, where we discuss the two things we shouldn't talk about politics and religion. Talk to you next time.